Welcome to the Real Life Podcast with Kurt and Katie Adkins. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about how the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. This is Season 1, Episode 6. Another beautiful day here in the Flathead Valley. I'm sitting at our kitchen table looking out at the nice view of our river. And a nice view of me. <laughs> and a nice view of Kurt. So I have two things to get distracted on. The Whitefish River and the wildlife or my hottie with a rock and body sitting next to me. <laughs> yeah, that goes both ways. <laughs> it's interesting this time of year because last year we were wrapping up a job and on this day we were tying down ladders negative, what was it, negative 15 or 20 below. And today it was 50, 55? Right around there. So you can't beat it. Upper 50s at least. By the Probably right now it's upper 50s. It's amazing the difference that a year will make, huh? It does in everything in your life. I mean, that's that's this topic today is that we're going to discuss is the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And the tree is your belief about yourself. My, my hottie over here is trying to distract me and it's working. But... It's really the apple is your, you know, the fruit of what you believe. And it will not fall far from that core belief that you have. It doesn't like, doesn't go in another neighborhood if you don't believe that. Right. Right. And when we say that, so if you believe you can be successful, you'll be successful. And so that's the fruit of, of what you believe. Right. right. Kate? It took me a long time in my life to understand what the fruit of our labor really meant. And uh, that it really has to do with the, with the belief system and how far we can see ourselves. Uh, you know, last week we talked about vision and being able to focus. And it really is interesting the more that we dig into this and examine this topic and the more that we've had understanding come into it, how the nutrients that produces the fruit is really our belief. And if it's uh, positive, then it's going to produce luscious fruit. And if it's negative, then it's more perishable and not as long lasting. And so the roots of the tree, really the root, the more we get rooted in the core belief about ourselves, the more the fruit naturally produces healthy, uh, and the ability to continue to grow and expand and that really we can only we can only expand to the capacity that we believe about a certain topic. Right. And we've talked a lot about how, how do you change your reprogram your belief and, you know, and how you grow past wrong beliefs from plucking out your garden and, you know, surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded that will encourage you and uplift you and, and remind you of who you truly are and how wonderfully you were created you know, and that's the, that's the foundation of, you know, having the fruit in your life. You know, we have a lot of fruit in our life as a result of changing our belief. And when we didn't have any core belief about how we could win in life, we, we struggled, we perished. You know, there's a saying that a man without a vision shall perish. And the word perish there, it comes out of old Hebrew text and it, it means to rot from the inside out. So like when you have an apple, 
you don't necessarily realize is rotten until you open it up. Right. And have you ever bit into an apple that you thought was going to be ripe and delightful and you get a bite and it's slightly fermented and mushy? I haven't, but it's not when good. I was young, if it was fermented, I might have liked it. Right. Yeah, I got a little buzz. Your cheap, the cheap way to, the cheap to wine. get intoxicated was to bite a... Put a bunch of apples in a container and let them throw rot. a little yeast in there. A little sugar and you got yourself some jailhouse wine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It made you sick, I'm sure, but yeah, not you got good. the effect, I'm sure. Not that we recommend anybody try that. Right. You know, so if there's any younger listens, listeners, don't don't try to try to make your own wine. It's, there's definitely a lot of risk involved, and there's a lot more reward from just changing how you believe, so you don't have to drink the wine. Right. So the environment, we I feel like we continue to go over the same thing, but it really all success and all all growth happens kind of from the same springboard. And what I was thinking of is so often people are like, I'm going to change my life. I've done it several times uh, when I was young and I was, quote unquote, going to get sober. Um, I remember saying, I'm going to never drink or use again. Like it was like the end all. And then within 24 hours, I had gone back on my word because my belief about myself contradicted what I was trying to speak. And I wasn't doing anything to change that. I was just clipping off the, I was just kind of clipping off the uh, springs that had the rotten springs that had grown. And so I was doing management rather than getting to the root of it. And so what we've learned and what we've experienced over the last decade of diving into all this and really over the supernatural part of the last five years is digging into the root and that the root is where all stability lies and the ability for us to withstand when the wind blows or when things don't go the way that we want them to go or things don't look exactly like we want them to look so it's just very interesting I feel like sometimes I feel like we're more of a gardening show than we are a real life show <laughs> well the gardening is the real life <laughs> you know when you it's like when you're outside and you're working in the spring in your garden or whatever you knew you try to take a weed out and you just take the what you can see out it grows back and you know there was a book several years ago i don't even remember who it was by but it talked about the importance of taking the root out of the wrong belief and when you change that when you take that root out and you replace it with with a, a seed of right belief, you're going to grow the right belief about yourself. As long as you're watering it with the, with the right belief about yourself and continuing to plant and navigate and fertilize with positive. You know, I always say that positive reinforcement goes way farther than negative reinforcement. Positive kind of has an exponential dividend negative usually has a eternal implosion that causes people to self-destruct faster than anything I've ever seen. And so what are your thoughts on? She's gotten uh, stunned, stunned by my beauty again. <laughs> no, I, you know, I think um, with this plant, we've never actually talked about the importance of reading books and, and that we've talked about listening to people and, and that, but there's also a success principle about, when you read success books, you know, there's great books like How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success. Um, 
magic of thinking big, uh, the slight edge we've talked about. What are some of the other ones that are that, oh, we've, that we've enjoyed over the years? John There's Maxwell one you're reading right now. John Maxwell has some really good leadership books, but right now I'm actually reading The School of Greatness by Lewis Howe. And, you know, what I found out through all my reading and all the books is it's all the same. It's just written from a different perspective. And so, you know, we all have our own experiences. And sometimes I can hear somebody and totally get fired up and motivated. And Kurt will be like, I didn't get anything out of that because there was just not a point of relatability for him. And so that's been the power for me and reading different authors is they all carry the same message but wording it a different way and different words have different meanings to people from their previous experience with those words. And so it's just another beautiful springboard Avenue to dive and project yourself into new understanding. You know, and that's, if you're not really into reading, there's audio books on most of those books we just mentioned, I'm sure are available on audio. Right. I listen to, I listen to audio books and I read um, because I find a value in both. I find that belief also comes through hearing. And so I also fill my mind with reading, but I also listen and I feel that that works for me, but you do things a little different than I do and you still get results. And so that's the one cool thing is so many people think, Oh my gosh, John Maxwell does it this way. And so I have to do it exactly that way or I'm not going to get the result or they compare themselves to their neighbor who's doing X, Y, and Z. And they think if they implement X, Y, and Z into their life. And I remember being that before we had our growth curve, before we had our learning curve and being like, why is it we're doing everything that they're saying to do and none of it's working. And that was before I realized that there was a root of just distorted belief about myself. And I've talked about mine was my self image, uh, what would you say your belief about yourself was? Oh, that I can only achieve so much. I believe that I could achieve something, but I didn't, I didn't believe I could go beyond a certain level. Right. And there's some people who are like, I'm going to be successful and nothing's going to get in my way. And they go on and they are very, very successful because they have a positive self image. They've never been affected by their environment that way, but they also, or they've had a very good environment or they've had a very good environment to cultivate those seeds. And we started doing, it wasn't really an experiment, but we've started deciding over the last five years that, you know, we were just going to, instead of, instead of speaking our, what we're discouraged with, with employees, with friends, with kids that we come in contact with in the community, we're just going to tell them what their strong suit is, what they're good at, not make it up. But if they're a smart kid, then we always say, you know, it's awesome that you're so smart. I I know that you're not going to have any problems taking your tests or your athletic ability. You've shot a hundred free throws and your percentage is great. I'm convinced that you're going to continue to shoot a high percentage. And it's amazing to see the light and just the joy that comes over people. When you speak that, when you encourage them, even in the grocery store or wherever you see people. Right. It Kurt just had an interesting, what was your example with the lady and the wanting a motorcycle? Oh, the other day I was getting an energy drink, and I highly recommend energy drinks if you don't like coffee. I prefer sugar-free ones myself because I'm not really into sugar, but, you know, I definitely endorse any sugar-free energy drink, and I believe they're wonderful uh, tasting and have great effects on my body. And that's that's what I believe, and so that's my reality. You know, the other day, though, when I was – 
I went into a convenience store to get one while Katie was filling up the gas tank. And, you know, the lady, it was a nice day. And the lady said, man, what a great day. I get to see all these, these guys and girls riding and driving, riding and was it driving motorcycles? You know, is that what you call it? Riding, riding motorcycles and being a passenger on a motorcycle. And I said, well, maybe this year you get to go do that. And she said, well, I used to have a motorcycle really discouraged. And then I said, well, maybe this year you get another motorcycle. And she said, oh no, I'd have to, I have a lot of things I have to take care of first. I said, well, how about this year you take care of all those things and you get a motorcycle. And her response was, I'd have to win the lottery. And so that's the belief that she has. And that's the result she's going to get is that if you don't believe you can accomplish anything and you don't believe anything's attainable, you don't, you don't get it. Right. If you don't believe it, it can't happen. Right. Otherwise you're just treading water, hoping, hoping for something for a miracle or lottery. And those things do happen, but it's a lot more fun to just kind of dig in and get your hands dirty and cultivate the soil that we've all been born out of so that we can go and we can win to whatever level we want to in whatever arena we're playing in. Right. And obviously a job in a convenience store doesn't pay as well as other jobs, but there's, there's opportunity for growth in a situation like that. You know, there's a high end scale of anything that people do. And there's a, the opportunities to succeed in anything you do. Even if you worked in a convenience store and said, gosh, the manager of the convenience store doesn't make that much money. I don't, I wouldn't want to work that hard for it. Then you think to yourself, man, I can't wait until the guy or girl comes in that offers me the job that pays me what I believe I'm worth and provides the life that I deserve. And when you know you're worthy of a good life and you start to emulate, Hey, you know, just never know who I'm going to meet today. It's just the same principle as when I say, when I shake somebody's hand, it's going to create business. It's the same principle of thinking the right person in my life is going to walk in that door and they're going to give me a job offer that I can't turn down that, that allows me to have the motorcycle if that's what you wanted or to drive your Tesla, if that's what you want or a BMW or, or just have more than enough at the end of the month. Right. We were just talking to somebody about just having more money than month instead of more month than money. That's a change in there, you know, and we've been in both in both shoes. And I definitely know that I sleep better at night when I have more money than month, just because I know that our needs are met and the security's there. And once again, it, it, we all have a starting point. And so for some people listening to this, they might not struggle with saving money. Other people may have never been able to transfer money from their checking account into their savings account and see beyond that. But the beautiful thing is, is that we all can have the choice to say, okay, today's the day that I'm going to look at this thing, even though it seems like it's insignificant and I'm going to start to navigate and take control over my life and see how far I can go with this and ultimately what direction I want to go to. And so we've been talking a lot about the quantum world and kind of the power of visualization and it, how it creates a magnetic, a magnetic field, a magnetic pole. The natural life just starts to gravitate the things that you desire. Just it's like a flipping the magnet. I call it flipping the magnet. Right, when I desire Katie, boom, I'm there. Gra- <laughs> gravitates in my direction. She does. You're a funny guy, Chris. you know. But that's uh, Katie's onto something there. What we what we focus and we visualize becomes our reality. You know, and if what you focus in you, like we, we have an employee that works for us now that I, 
I told him the other day, I said, this is the year you're going to learn how to make more money in less time. And what will you do with your time? And that's a new concept for a lot of people because I know a lot of people that work a lot of hours every day. And they, in many cases, have a great financial stability, but they don't get to really enjoy life. And for Katie and I, in the, in the anyways, is the more life we get to enjoy, the better off we are. So how do you do that? You, you believe you can make more money. You believe you can increase your amount of money you make per day in less time and you go out and you experience life. Right. And I remember when we first started to do that, cause I grew up from a working class background. I had my first job at 11 and I mean, my first like W2 job, like I'd been babysitting and everything before that. But, and so I remember thinking, how many how people do you work when you're listening to this? How many people do you know that actually started working at 11 years old to have a, this is for the listeners. How many people really started at 11 and have a W2 or W4 income? Katie's the exception because she's a hard worker. Right. Right. And I was lucky, you know, part of the reason I got to do that was it was a time I don't even know if in Montana you can still do this, but if your parents worked in a place they could sign, they could kind of sign like a waiver that would give you permission and the ability yeah. to, what was that? Do you remember what that was called? And, no. uh, not a work release, but anyway, my sister and I both did it. Lake Hills IGA worked in the bakery and the deli. I learned how to slice meat, slice bread, and fry donuts at a very young age. And and now you can't even run a slicer unless you're 18. Now you can't. Yeah, I think that's right. And it's got to be OSHA. It's just got to got to be 18 to run a slicer so you don't get injured. Right. Because, of course, when you're 18, you don't get injured. One of those crazy rules. Right. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I guess you don't want to highly filled testosterone boy cut and sliced meat and seeing a beautiful woman walk by and not paying attention, <laughs> I guess. That's true. I guess that makes or sense. Or a girl. Or a girl, I get it. But um, anyway, we got sidetracked there. But I came from, like I said, working where I just always knew that in order to get something, I was going to have to work for it. And so when Kurt and I started to be like, oh my gosh, what would it really be like if we could, if we could work nine months out of the year and live like we've worked 12 that remember when we started with that, we we're mm -hmm. like, what will it be like? And then we did it. And now it's like, what would it be like to work for six months out of the year and make what it would be like to make in 12. And now we're even or, seeing beyond that from, and we're, and, and the thing is, is we're, we want our employees to think the same way. We have a traditional business as well as what we're doing with the podcasting and the writing, but we, we love to, tell our employees like, come on, what are we in it to win it today? And then this is a reward rather than let's just drudge it out for eight hours. Because if you've been in the working force long enough, you can realize that some people know how to take a four hour job and turn it into an eight hour job just because they're getting paid by the hour. And Kurt and I just have a totally different, different mindset around that. And it's fun because we grow our employees. We always have such great conversations about, where we're going, the scope of vision, what we can do, how fast do you think we can do this job efficiently, where are our strengths. And as once again, we, we decided that we were going to take this environment into every aspect of our life. And if people don't want to participate in that environment, they don't need to participate in that environment, but we're going to carry it through. And it's been awesome to see the transformation 
with so many people that we've got the ability to work with as well as run at life with, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, absolutely. And so for, for us, it started with, um, we used to have a slogan around our house and this was like in 2011, 2012, probably when the slogan started and it was dream, believe and achieve. And pretty much every text I sent, you know, had group texts where we uh, sent motivational thing to a series of people and, it always pretty much ended with dream, believe, and achieve. And then it ch- changed to dream big, achieve big, and live your dreams or something. But it's and, all relevant when you change, when you begin to dream that anything is possible. And you believe you begin to believe that you're capable of achieving anything possible because the creator of the entire cosmos gave you the ability to create the life you desire that then you actually begin to achieve the things you desire and you live the life you want to live. Right. And now our tagline, really more my tagline than Kurt's, but we go, the best is yet to come. It truly is yet to come that every day when we're blown away with something amazing, we're like, but the best is yet to come. How awesome is that? That we have more to look forward to that we, we just live that way. And we've seen it just blowing up in different areas of our life. And so we talked about the tree and one apple, and we've also talked about creating an orchard with several apples. And that's really the association. And we really, do you want to explain what that means, Kate? Well, really, if you're in an orchard, you know, there occasionally you'll go into a backyard where there's several different types of fruit trees, but usually where mass fruit is produced is because it's in an orchard environment where there's multiple and so it's just another analogy for the environment, the ecosystem, whatever the the cliche word is that you can wrap your head around. For me, I'm very image driven, and so I can see, I can see tons of fruit on orchards. I maybe I'm blessed because I grew up in apple orchards and cherry orchards on the uh, side of Flathead Lake that I grew up on. But um, being able to see, like, wow multiple apples instead of just one. Like it's so cool when you can kind of see that ripple effect and kind of the expansion and really the association change. And the more that we've seen as we cultivate relationships with people who have the same mindset that we have, the more exciting all of our lives get and we get to grow together. And we have some of our closest friends uh, tomorrow night, we're going out for a celebration dinner because of something big that just happened in their life. And it's so awesome that we can all just get together and just celebrate that magnetic pull and be like, but wait, there's more. (laughs) Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. You know, you're not limited by any, there's no limit on what is cape, what you're capable of. You just start. Right. The only limit is our belief. If we have limiting beliefs about it, then that limits how far we can go. But if we're willing to dive in and go, wait a minute, even though, even though I'm going to use this example that I heard and you guys have probably all heard it, but about the ham and, you know, like the third generation granddaughter gets a ham for thanks or for Thanksgiving or Easter. And she cuts off the front three inches of the ham and the back three inches of the ham and throws those two sides away and then puts the rest of the ham in the oven and bakes it. And she goes, I'm going to ask my mom why we do that. Uh, The granddaughter asks her, she says, why do you, why do you do that? And she says, well, I don't know. I'm going to call grandma. I'm going to call my mom and ask her why she doesn't. And mom says, well, 
I don't know. Let me call grandma and ask her, you know, so the generation they, and when it finally gets to the top person where they learned it from, the lady says, well, it's because I didn't have a big enough pan for the ham. So I had to cut the ham. Right. And then three or four generations have naturally cut the ham and thrown away a lot of the meat because of their belief around how to handle a ham. And I know that that's kind of a dramatic, but that's life. No, but that's certainly the, certainly the case. When you take, first we talk about the tree being our beliefs and, and the fruit of our beliefs is the apple or the orange or whatever you want, whatever fruit you like. If you like wine, the vineyard vineyard whatever it truly is but then also there's the tree can also be your the foundation of the people that have sowed into your life that that's the tree and you're the fruit of what they've taught you right and so when katie talks about the orchard it's the you know a, a big orchard is the fruit of you know the fruit growing on those trees is the cultivation of you know the beliefs that those people were somebody sowed into them right and I was around this topic, I was thinking about it and I was thinking about, you know, I remember the first, the first people that really made huge impact in my life where I was like, mm, there's a, wow, there's actually a, a prosperous way to live. And I remember, uh, Mike would always say, Katie ducks don't fly with geese. And I never got that until honestly about six or seven years ago. And it hit me and it's the same thing with you know, apples don't grow on orange groves. It's the environment that you hang out with is going to cultivate the life that you're around. And it's not just because you, we can't control our environment hundred percent and we shouldn't control our environment hundred percent because part of the, because when you're winning in life, you do control your environment, but, but to not some 100%. extent, but you can't control if there's viruses being spread around the world or anything like that, you can't control that, but you can control how, how you're impacted by anything. Right. And you can control how much you want to expand to experience as much as you want to experience. And right. so it's so nice to know that today I know that I'm not flying in the wrong flock, that I actually know that I'm with like-minded, you know, first in my marriage and then in a lot of our relationships with friends is in that like-minded belief system of we're just in it to win it today when we saw our friend at the gym and we were talking and it was so cool to be able to talk about the things that we were talking about that are happening in both of our lives that are so much bigger than when we first met each other that for both of us, you know, and to think about really that relationship and how it's been seven or eight years that we've had that friendship oh, yeah. and really to talk about just how awesome it is that these things are working and, you know, also to be able to be like vulnerable enough with each other to say, you know, these things I'm still working on, but I'm so excited about seeing them change too. And so really that's the power of the real life podcast with Kurt and Katie Adkins is we love to, these are the conversations that we're always having. We love to have these conversations. And I also know that if you can get into a, a place where you can join the conversation, that lives begin to change. People begin to see the unexplainable but the undeniable things transition in their lives and that's what i'm excited about seeing right i'm a big nba basketball fan and i always think of it this way there's dynasties in the nba that you know some that i i like i'm a celtic fan and so that's who i like and over the years i actually respect the other dynasties the lakers and different programs have i respect them I, I don't like them but i i respect the great teams that build dynasties and what's very interesting to me is 
being an being a fan of basketball for a long time, the best players and possibly the best team doesn't always win because if you believe you're a winner, that's how you win. You know, we think of uh, New England Patriots for the last whatever, how many, 20 years or whatever, they've yeah. sort of dominated the NFL to some degree. They're competitive every year and it's because they believe they can win. And so when you're the Cleveland Browns mm. and you don't ever believe you can win, uh, it's really hard to win. So as we're talking about all this stuff, here's what I what I really have grown to understand is that we're all born to win. We just have to believe we can win. And so thanks again for listening. And sometimes changing that belief doesn't only come from what seeds you're planting, but also allowing people to to tell you even when it's very uncomfortable to receive that you're worthy. You're worthy to be blessed. You're worthy to be loved. You're worthy to go out and get your hands around anything that you want. And so Kurt and Katie Adkins are sitting here right now telling you, all the listeners, that you're worthy of whatever it is that you desire. And any doubt or any negative self-image or any negative thoughts that you have right now, I just say they're not true, that you were born great, you're destined to reign in your life, and that today moving forward you have the ability to change every avenue of your life that you feel needs to get changed right from your health to your financial situation to your marriage to or your, your relationships. relationships with your kids or your friends your friends any of those things and also your mental you know if you're if you're operating 99% of the time out of fear and 1% out of rest i'm just excited that Today, it's going to be 95% and a 5% in each day is going to multiply and you're going to find the ability to rest. So thank you for joining us. And let's plant the seeds of success and grow the fruit in your life. And remember, the best truly is yet to come. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to on and you can send questions to for freedom five at yahoo.com that's f-o-r-f-r-e-e-d-o-m five at yahoo.com you can also check out our book what if 15 topics worth discussing by kurt and katie adkins on amazon.com that's for lifelong happiness as well as we have a semi-regular blog that we publish on expandingtheeyeofthestorm.com. We look forward to any questions or comments, and we look forward to next week. Have a blessed day.